Hello and good morning, everybody, and welcome to episode three of my podcast in Transmuting Pain into Power. Today, I will be talking about value, what that means to me, and my journey to learning about my value. Um, Last week, we did a reflection podcast on the childhood trauma and how important it is to reflect. And I will say that it's definitely been very eye-opening for me, which I'm very grateful for because through that experience, I learned that the next step in the process, once you're talking through the traumas, you're talking through that pain, and then you're feeling into those pains, how the next step is, okay, now where do I value myself? Where does the discipline come in? Where does the self-worthiness come in? And how for me, from what had transpired from when I was younger, took me on quite a long journey trying to get myself to that point of, am I worthy? You know, that movie. Or, you know, am I of value? And what does value look like to me? I know that when it comes to me and value, you know, originally you're always thinking, I want to be a millionaire. I just want to have all these things physical things, big luxurious things. For me, a lot of it was I just wanted to be loved or mainly accepted for how I am because, you know, I can be quite different and I can be a lot for people who don't necessarily understand how I am as a person and that's okay. But the reason why I wanted to do value this week is because I noticed that me and Brian, my fiance, We are really taking time to bring value and self-worth to ourselves. So with us getting ready for our marriage to come, we took on working out every single day as a team, no matter what. No matter what else comes about, we work out every, every single day. And that's been now a month and a half. Super proud of it. Feel great about it. And started realizing as we're doing that, we're changing the ways in which we eat and what we're putting into our bodies, which has actually been really making a difference too. Well, with that, I've been noticing that I've been much better with boundaries and making sure that I'm loving with boundaries and that I'm being okay with letting people know, like, if this is something that does not work for me or you know, not making money to just go and spend it on everybody around me in hopes that they will value me or that they will appreciate me because I did that for a very long time. And I'm sure many people can relate to that as well, where every time I made money, I just spent it because I wanted to be able to just gift everybody and get everything that I couldn't ever get before. And I learned with that, that That was me again reaching for external validations and things. And that was important for me to start to realize because I started realizing I'm not saving money. You know, money is always going to come and go and, you know, just enjoy it for today, which sounds great. But over time, you start to realize, okay, there's bigger things that I want to work towards, like purchasing a home and having our own property and our own land to, you know, grow off of and have a vegetable garden, a flower garden, you know, all those things, be by the water, not have to rent where you feel like you're just putting money into somebody else's pocket like we're doing right now. And, um, you know, owning a really good secure car vehicle, you know, whatever that is, I had to learn the difference between 
wanting to just spend the money out to get everybody around me to want to be around me versus investing. So with that, that came back to valuing money because it's all energy, right? So as I'm valuing myself, I'm now valuing the money in which I spend. I have my days where I want to have fun. I mean, we're paying for a wedding ourselves, so it's not easy. I'll be honest. And there's a lot of little things that you have to pay for, which has got me in a whole whirlwind. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm very grateful because we have luckily been surrounded by some amazing people over these past few years and even recently who have been very forthcoming and supportive with helping us. And um, that has been a lot for me to take on because I'm so used to doing it for others as much as I'm able that now being able to be on the receiving end has been very different for me. But I have people saying, you know, you give, you give so much, it's your time to receive. And as beautiful as that sounds, I still had my min- my minutes of like, am I deserving? Like, this is crazy. This is so surreal. And I have to become comfortable with the fact that, yes, I am deserving. You are deserving. And the right people will always see that. You shouldn't have to pay somebody's way to have them in your life. And that was a hard lesson that I had to learn, even down with our children and being able to help them if they absolutely needed it, but not enabling them. So if they're spending money on something poorly versus, you know, spending it on something that's investing, like whether it's their bills or something, then that's a difference of a lesson they had to learn, just like I had to learn. So it's been quite an interesting process of us trying to figure it out. Well, this is going to probably sound kind of funny to people, but you know when you imagine your whole life of this big extravagant future, you know, what it looks like to you. And what it looks like to me is is just big fairy tale because I do believe in those. I believe that you find love, you work through a lot of trials and tribulations, and then you can come back to that place through all of that. And that's how a fairy tale works. It doesn't just be rainbows and butterflies the whole time. Like there's a process, right? So for that, it was like you have this vision in your mind of what you see and what you want and what feels so good and fueling to your soul. But how do I get there? So working through that instant gratification and finding the value within myself through speaking out about stuff that was very, you know, hidden and deep within me that held me down and expressing that out there for the world to hear and not, you know, trying to worry about how that's going to come back at me gave me freedom, right? Working on my body, putting better things into my body with food and nourishing things is putting value into me. Well, we have a couple shoot that we're doing for a friend of ours tomorrow, and it's a it's going to be a very loving, kind of like steamy, but very beautifully well put together shoot, and I've been super excited but nervous at the same time, and our photographer friend wants to do it because she wants to express our love, and she knows what me and Brian have been through as individuals in our lives and at when we were together, and It was pretty crazy because it was just Walmart clothes, one can say, but we got like a dress shirt, dress pants, dress shoes, you know, all of this stuff for him yesterday and he went and put it on and I was just completely starstruck when I seen him because the last time that I saw Brian that dressed up and I won't get into details about his journey because that's his path to share with everybody, but 
was the last time that he did was about um, four and a half years ago. And it wasn't for something that felt good that he was dressed up for, nor was he even that dressed up. So I remember the last time he was really dressed up and he was scared to death. He was in a journey of self-discovery. He had a lot of, a lot of pressure on his shoulders, a lot of anger, a lot of fear, a lot of fear inside of him at that time in his life. And we also were at, you know, a time where we were working through addictions ourselves, right? So when I'm looking back at him dressed up at that time, and I'm looking at it right now as I'm sharing this with you guys, um, it was incredible to see him yesterday dressed up and see him feel empowered and feel like he's somebody and feel like he has achieved so much and how he no longer lives in that place of fear. And I realized that whether our photographer friend noticed it or not, her opening us up to wanting to do this session, we decided to really take a strong journey together on, you know, improving ourselves. And when I seen him dressed like that and I saw what I'm going to be wearing, a really nice dress, these beautiful heels, you know, some very beautiful things underneath and stuff, um, I pictured us together and I realized we made it. Like this is my moment where I'm like, we made it. And to people it could be, well, it's just Walmart clothes. But there's more to it than that because when we were wearing this stuff, we were embodying so much more than what we did before. We're embodying now the addictions of the past that are in the past. We're embodying now freedom versus before where there was pain and there was a state of lack and there was anger and there was fear and there were all of these things that made us not feel valued. So looking at him yesterday, the reason why I wanted to share this um, today was because that was such a big moment for me in like realizing, okay, we're moving our way up. Like we've lived in poverty. We've been in a state a very minimal state of homelessness before, you know, we are probably lower class working our way to middle class, you know, and I don't like to use classes because then I feel like it's a power struggle. But if Anybody can um, explain it different. I would love feedback always. Um, just the process of becoming more for yourself and integrating that into your life more for yourself on a higher level, a higher purpose, a more soul's purpose is what it feels like because, you know, I do have goals. I do want to work my way into millions. I do want to, there's beautiful things I want to do with those millions for people, Um and foundations and you know what I mean for our own selves and investing and there is a beautiful life that I see that involves a lot and when I saw him just dressed up in that yesterday guys I saw that again and I had that feeling and I was like okay he can to see him start dressing like that more because when you feel good you'll look good that's something I've always said you know when you're working on that stuff inside it starts to show on the outside and that's really what it's about for us is that no stage of your life is permanent no stage if you're at a place where you're going through addictions or you're at a place where you're going through homelessness mm -hmm. or you're at a place where you're going through child neglect or anything like that no, it's just temporary and that you just got to turn around and go within and start doing the inner journey because life is going to keep happening around you without a doubt, but we can start gaining more control of those experiences by the value that we're bringing within. 
And I'd like to share too, with this value episode, I plan on doing a reflection episode from this with Caroline again, also followed by a friend of mine, Michelle. She is a money mindset coach and she is actually really, really great because she is really, she's really taught me in different ways, the value system because money is energy, right? So when we're valuing ourselves, that's just changing a different way of energy that we're trying to put in, meaning like we want to put more positivity into our lives, then we're going to put out more positivity in our lives. We're going to be surrounded by more positivity in our lives. Um, We're going to connect with more people that are all kind of in that same basis and the negativity will kind of start to dissipate more and more. But when it does come up, we'll kind of be able to see it for more so what it is and be able to work through it versus it swallowing us up whole. So I look forward to that episode with uh, Michelle because she'll be able to bring where she came about her value and how this money mindset has really helped her in her financial gain because that's where I'm working to. I've been doing a lot of internal value and working through that and I'm trying to get better with the energy exchange of money and being more um, focused on where it should go, I guess the best way, but also not trying to like overspend or overindulge and where to put the money correctly and invest it. Um, So I think that she's going to be great for that because that is something that I'm still working through and getting educated on. You know, I have my own make up your power business where I empower women and actually anybody guys I've done makeup for too. And um, I just realized like fully that my, my journey is this, is to be able to talk to people, be able to share with people, to be able to channel to people um, what guidance that I get that comes through to people. And that's something that a lot of people have a hard time with. Anybody who may listen to this episode might have some hesitation when they hear this, but I have always been able to kind of channel messages from people who passed over or people who may still be alive that have an impact on your life. And I even more so realize that through this value journey that I'm doing for myself, that it's opening that up even stronger because we all have gifts. But when our value is low, it's hard to believe in yourself in those gifts. It's hard to be like, okay, is this actual guidance? You start to second guess yourself. For example, yesterday I got into a pretty pretty good electrical bike accident um, around New Year's. And I busted myself up pretty good, cracked my head pretty well, and been a little hesitant since to ride this bike. And I rode it once. Well, yesterday, uh, this is a good reflection on working through things and finding that value and working through those fears, right? So we went for a ride. It was a beautiful day. And we went back to the place where I got hurt, where I flipped my bike and cracked my head pretty good. And that puddle was there because it happened through a puddle. Instead of going straight through it, I second guess, went around off to the side, was going about 25 miles an hour with no helmet on because I thought, who needs a helmet? Girl learned real quick why you should have a helmet. Um, anyway, went off and then I flipped it. So I seen it there again. And the puddle to me, I'm like, oh my God, it's a puddle. It's it, You can do it. Just go through it. So I go through and it's a decent sized puddle. Like I don't want to act like, you know, it just somebody spit on the ground and I'm afraid to go through it. There's a little more to it than that. But so I go through it 
And I went through it and I was happy, okay? And so then we keep riding along and I'm proud of myself that I went through it because I knew I was hesitating going into it. Now this sounds small, right? But the point is, is those areas of your life will continue to be remembered as fear or sadness if you don't go back to those places in life and transmute that back into power. So what I did was, is I took an area of a path in my life that was just a bike ride, but you know, it comes in all different ways and it can mean so much more than just that bike path. And I decided to transmute it back into power and I took the fear back, right? So I went through it. So we kept riding along because we wanted to know where this trail went, right? Keep riding along. Why is it that a puddle that is triple the size of the first one shows up? Not even kidding you. I was like, okay, all right. I heard this before about how you split the C's, whatever. I don't know the exact terminology, but we'll go with it. Hopefully somebody knows what I mean on this. So I walk around it the first time. <laughs> Brian goes through it, shows me, you know, it, it, it's pretty good sized bottle. So I go, you know what? Nope. I turn back around, I walk around and I go and I ride back through it. And I'm so proud of myself again because I went through it and I went through it even bigger. I'm not kidding when I tell you guys, we go around another curve, mind you, this trail, this trail does run where there's water, um, by the Kalamazoo River, so it explains why there'd be puddles, but if you're looking at it from more of like a soul's journey, like, because I believe that there's always signs everywhere, um, it's quite healing, so I did it, I'm proud of myself, I'm not kidding, one more time we go, and it looked like the the friggin' Kalamazoo River and then this lake like came together, right? And I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't do this. This one's huge. I'm not going to be able to do this. And then something just said, just do it. And Brian's like, just take it slow. Just go through the middle. You don't need to go fast. Take it slow. I go through it. I'm giggling the whole time. I'm staying strong. I'm keep telling myself I can do this. I make it through it. I'm pretty soaked this time because I'm not kidding. It was a it was a pretty decent size puddle. I don't even know if I can call it a puddle because my pedal was hitting the water some, you know. And but the point was is that it came through three times. And in life, things will always cycle. It'll always recycle. And if you're not learning the lesson, it will always cycle harder and harder. If you're starting to learn the lesson, you'll notice that the cycles will kind of get a little bit easier because you'll know how to approach them better I guess is how to say it um you'll you'll um take it in differently you'll look at it more from what can I grow from this where is there a need for growth in this situation right so when I made it through that third one that's what I felt like and I just heard and then she parted the season to two. I don't even know why. And it just felt so good. And I was just so proud of myself, guys. And it sounds small, but for me, it was a big deal because I am all about working through fear. I am all about not being afraid of anything in life because I feel like those fears really can cripple people. Holding on to anger or things that are from the past really can cripple you from being able to embrace what you're fully meant to be here to do. And I fully believe that my life experiences all happened to get me to this point in my life of freedom because freedom's a very, very big word for me. 
So with that being said, you know, I went through it three times and now my memory of that trail is no longer a vision of me cracking my head open. It's now about how I overcame it, but I overcame it without fear because if I didn't have if I had that full value and that full self, um, self-worth, self then my intuition, my guidance would have been dead on without any faulty wiring. And what I mean by that is, is I would have been fully confident to go through it, right? But that first time, I second-guessed myself. So when I decided to go off last minute, that's what made me fall and hurt myself as badly as I did. And I had to look at that and be like, okay, find your value, Find your value because in all areas, no matter how small or how big, it makes a difference on your confidence to yourself and to the world. So for me being able to go back through, I originally told Brian, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. And then I just shut up. And then I kept telling myself inside, you've got this, you got this, you got this. And then right before I was getting to the first one, I heard you don't got it. And then I was like, no, just go straight through the middle and take your time. And I pushed that fear back out because our thoughts are always going to try to come through. It's called fight or flight, guys. It's always going to try to pop its little dirty head through. When it does, you just have to be observant and realizing that difference. Because what feels right is what your guidance and your intuition is. What is coming from your mind, that's kind of like that little quick little, you know, the devil and the angel, however you want to look at it, pops through. You got to learn how to quiet her or quiet him or quiet it, whatever you want to call that inner self-sabotaging person. Um, And I'm glad that I did because of what it did. And that goes very big in a lot of things in my life down to that first um, episode. Like that was huge for me to be able to open up and do guys. That was very, 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 very huge of me because I had to then self-reflect on it. I then had to work through the emotions of it. I then have to also know that there might be chances of people who may not want to speak to me again because of that or but my hope is is that they do and that they just want to transmute it and they realize I don't point blame. All I hope is that they can work through what created that for them because in turn it bleeds on to others. So with this podcast, you know, and being about value, my next big thing that I'm really working through because we're it's always going to be a process on a daily And that is always being mindful of what I'm trying to put into my body. Um, Always being mindful of, you know, the exchange of anything. And I realized that, you know, money is energy. And that for me, money was such a scarcity for so long. And it, you know, it still can be. I can tell you that now. But I try not to even put that out there because I want to constantly I want to manifest more you know and I want to believe that you know I have a thing I say to myself every day I am a millionaire (laughs) I own a big white beautiful house on a lake with a ton of land I own um, a Tesla because I really want an electric car because I'm all about the environment but the point is is that I am affirmations are super important and I know that they're important for me because you you gotta believe it you gotta believe into it because if I just believe okay I, and I don't even want to say this, but I do want to give the example, you know, 
I am at a lack in my bank account or I don't have enough for rent or, you know, how am I going to pay for my electric? If I stay in that thought mentality, then I'm going to live in that thought mentality. I hope that makes sense because that came through pretty well for me to share. Um, And it's super important because... The universe is always going to gift you when you're when you're giving, when you're working it. Because it's one thing for us to believe in something, have the I am affirmations, to write all these positive things down. It's very, very big because then you're letting the universe know or your God or whoever it is that you speak to. No judgment here. I am a spiritual person, but I believe that as long as you believe that there is something more, then kudos. And if you don't, then let's have a conversation and work on the why that is. Um, because we are all meant for such beautiful things here. Um, but with that being said, you can't live in the state of, of feeling in lack because you're going to create more lack, right? So you have to have the, you know, the positive reinforcement thinking, but you got to have it with action too. That's how you manifest. You can manifest anything in this world absolutely anything that you want if you believe when you wake up every single day that I deserve this then you will have it especially with action you got to take the action steps and know that it may just be one action step like for example um there was a makeup class that I just did over the weekend and it turned out so great and this lady had come up and you know she's in a point in her life where she her work is kind of overpowering her life and she doesn't know if she wants to go that route. And, you know, I asked her, I said, if there's any one thing that you can do that gives you purpose and makes you feel good, that gives back to the world, what would it be? And she sat with that for a second and she goes into talking about what she would enjoy to do and how she likes to do like home projects, like wood floors, redecorate and all this great stuff. And, and I said, that's wonderful. I was like, okay, quit your job. Just joking around. And, uh, I go, okay, so what does that look like? What is the first step that you would take towards that to let the universe know that this is what you want? She goes, well, my husband keeps telling me to get a drill. I said, okay, get the drill. Start there. Don't worry about anything else. Don't overthink it. Don't actually quit the job because it's going to be a process to get your way out of there. But the universe will start to conspire for you when you are taking actual physical steps to getting what you want. And I told her, I was like, once you get this drill, you'll get guided on the next step and the next step because that's how it works. You don't have to look at the big picture because when you look at the big picture, it can be very overwhelming and feel so far away from you. I've always envisioned that on my wedding day, I was going to physically look a certain way weight-wise because I was so heavy. I was almost 300 pounds. Now I'm down to like 175 and I'm so grateful for that. But for the first time the other day when I tried on my um my wedding rehearsal dress I was like oh my god like I'm stepping into her who I always dreamed of I am stepping into her and that was a great feeling notice those pebbles guys because those pebbles lead to building mountains and it's a beautiful thing because if we don't see these little things along the way, then you're always going to feel like you're never making it to where you want to go. But if you do acknowledge all of these little gifts that come along the way, whether they come in lessons or blessings, then you'll start to see the overall picture coming together. 
I don't just look at the pain of yesterday and think, oh, I'm never going to have this. I look at the pain of yesterday and say, how am I going to transmute it today? And I do the same thing and I try to do that every day. Now, don't get me wrong. I will have off moments, but I try to make them moments, not days. And that's been big for me because I know what it's like to get into your own head, to want to shut the world out, to not want to face anything because it's not easy. But just know that you do have a rally of support around you when you take the steps. And I'm definitely here to support you. And value is everything. I value you. You are valuable. You are worth being here. Otherwise, you would not be here today. Especially if we look at the world on a collective level of all of the darkness that rain upon everybody for so long with the pandemic what's going on you know over in Russia and Ukraine like I won't get too deep into that because I want to just fill you guys up all up with love and truths and guidance that are uplifting but we can look at all of that as the worst case scenario of everything that's happening or we can take a step back and look at the years prior to the pandemic and what's going on right now and see how dark that time was. Because I know for me, those were the darkest years of my life. I was in a very, very dark place where I was just like, what the hell is happening to my life? Why am I giving up? Why am I, why is nobody saving me? And then I decided I have to make a change. I've got to do something different. So I went and stayed with my sister. I lived on the floor like a blow-up mattress for a bit um and I did sure did I didn't have a car didn't I lost my job I mean it was it all happened at one time you know Brian I lost him for a bit because he had stuff that he had to work through and deal with and it was hard and that was my biggest rock bottom that I ever had because that was the small time period where you know I went through the divorce um I lost my job, I became homeless, I lost my vehicle, I mean, everything. I was stripped of everything. And um, then my sister said, okay, you can stay here, but you have to stay on the floor. And then I gave my children the blow-up mattress on the floor next to me. I would make sure they even had blankets and pillows before I did, without a doubt, when they would stay with me, because we would do week on, week off with the custody. Well... That was a really trying time because I either could have stayed on that floor or I could have gotten the hell up and did something for myself. And I did it one step at a time. My sister told me, she said, first, you got to get yourself a means of transport. You have to get yourself a job. You have to get yourself a car and then everything else will follow. She's like, if you always have a job, everything else will always work itself out. And I thought that when she said it, it resonated different for me. So I went, I walked, got a job. I um, got a serving job and I would walk to it every day from their house. And then from there, I ended up getting a job at a salon again because, you know, I was a hairdresser for a long time. Turned out to be a job that I had a long time ago. They hired me back. I'll tell you that the environment ended up being terrible and I only stayed there for a couple years. But the point was, is that you know, oh no, no, this was a different job that the first time that place was kind of hard because I lost that job, which led me into the homelessness. Um, but I got another job working for like great clips. Um, and they were a saving grace for me at that time. And I worked my way back guys. I started working as much as I could, you know, I kept my boundaries of when I had my kids, when I could go in, um, 
And I had to keep that there though, because I would work myself into the ground with every other job that it would get to a point of just not fun, not enjoyable. You know, you got to be able to enjoy what you do. If you exhaust yourself and you feel like a robot, then you're going to get yourself running to the ground every time. And if you work your life just for money, then you're still going to be unhappy because money, I have seen some of the richest people have some of the saddest lives because there's things there that aren't being worked through or there's things there that are painful and it could be lonely at the top, you know, and I want to make sure that for me personally, I want to be able to try to embody as much of both as I can and be able to be very, very wealthy inside and outside. So that way there's that place of balance. So working my way through the next salon job that I had, I was able to then afford a vehicle. I was then able to afford to, I got a roommate and we got our first apartment together. And then, you know, it was like one step to the next and I worked my way back. And since... And since then, with working my way back, it's been a journey of self-discovery for me and not giving up. I have not given up a day, even when I have my moments of weaknesses in the past where, you know, I just am not always going to be set perfect but because perfect doesn't exist. I just know that it's important for me to not give up, to keep trying, because as I keep trying and I keep continuing, the pedals are just naturally moving. I'm not stuck anymore. I'm still progressing. And if I feel like I'm stuck, then I need to look within to see like, okay, what do I need to do? What do I need to change? What do I need to look at differently? These are all very, very, very important things to look at, you know? And back to um, talking about, you know, what we value and being of value. I wanted to make clear because I kind of had this kind of just channeled through. I don't know if this is for somebody specific, um, but that, you know, how you bring value because you're here. And I want to explain again, we are all just energy and meat suits. And I know that sounds so funny to say, but I heard that one time and I thought it was great. Um, but I believe like from as far back as when I lost my mom, um, to other people that have passed since in my life, that there's a point in life where there's only so much that you are meant to do in your physical meat suit in your body, but that your energy just changes. It doesn't mean that once you die, you just die. It's not like that. You're actually transmuting, you're transitioning, um, you're transforming like a butterfly that physically dies in its cocoon before it turns into a butterfly. I look at death the same way. I really genuinely do. I believe that you know, once that death happens, that you become something even so much more, but that you, you're never gone. You're still really readily available and you can come through for people who are still physically here in other ways, whether that be through animal totems or music, or somebody says something and it just resonates and reminds you of that person or a smell, a scent, anything like that. It's almost even more empowering to know that no matter where you at, you're at, that that energy and that love from that person is still carried within you. And that's something that I really wanted to 
um, make known when I'm talking about the value of things because as we clear all of that congestion inside like we do with spring cleaning every year same thing goes with our bodies while as we do that we make room for more beautiful clearer um, cleaner things to come in and that goes the same way with somebody who has crossed over from you know um, that was close to us in our lives so that was just something that I wanted to put out there. And um, when it comes to valuing yourself, you are deserving of it all. And you can manifest it all with inspired action. Inspired action is super important. If you're just running on a hamster wheel and you're like, well, I want to be a millionaire and I'm working 80 hours a week and I'm miserable and I'm constantly broke. Okay. Okay. Are you inspired in those actions or are you just that hamster on the wheel? Are you just that robot? Because I truly believe that if you're working a million hours a week in something that does not fill your soul, then it's going to be hard for you to end up being what you want to become because you're so drained that you can't even enjoy it. And it's even important. It's something that I do now too. Record all of your spending, all your money that's coming in and all of your money that's going out. I have this little app. It's like money pocket wallet or whatever. And by you putting all of your expenses down, you may have even achieved that amount of money within that year, but don't realize it. And it can even come into things that people have done for you. If you were to put a value on that, how much would that look like and add that in? That's something that I learned because I have mentors. I have people that I listen to on podcasts. I have women around me that have been very inspiring. Many people have been very inspiring and have uplifted me, even if they're just talking about their own journeys or whatnot. And I utilize those tools. Those tools are all around you. Just open yourself up to it. If you're watching TV that is like constantly negative and constantly this, constantly that, that's not uplifting and directing and, you know, you're not getting grounded and getting yourself outside and stuff like that. Well, it will also in turn explain about your eating habits or whatever you're drinking and whatever else. That all makes a difference in your value system. So always do a self check every day, like I said in the last episode, because it's important for us always to check in with ourselves. Ask yourself, am I valuing myself today? Am I loving myself today? What am I grateful for? What are my I am's that I want to manifest? And another tool that I actually learned about recently too, which I thought was super cool, is Write down for that month, at the end of the month, what you want to achieve and act like you already did. Like write down, like I did for the month of March, I wrote down what I wanted to, like I put, I'm so proud of myself that I was able to do A, B, and C. And then I accomplished this and then I did this. And I think one of them was actually starting my podcast, to be honest with you, I'll have to look back at my notes. Um, But I'm looking forward to looking back in the next 15 days to see where I came to getting to that point because that's inspired action because everything is possible as long as you believe it with inspired action and what our environments are we create internally on what we're feeling and what we're presenting now there are going to be things that are out of our control meaning other people because other people have their own journeys too right so if I'm like well I got my kids around me and I've got you know I've got my fiance around me and I've got all this stuff but 
this is happening to them, I can't take that. I can't absorb that because that's their own journey. I had to learn that a lot with people, you know, like when I want all these things for us, for me and Brian and for our kids, I had to look at it as, okay, what do I want? And then of course, that'll be for all of us to enjoy because we'll all equally put in the work for ourselves to collectively together enjoy it. Because one day I hope to be able to live on a bunch of land with people who are all equally involved and wanting to put work in and just be happy with being able to build something beautiful together. And that would be beautiful to do with our children and my ex-husband and his ex-wife and their families. And, you know, it sounds silly and it sounds super hippie and barefoot, but why can't it be possible? My intentions met with purity. My intentions met with love. And I inevitably would love to be able to have something like that for teenagers, for kids who you know, may not have that stability in their families to be able to come to a place to be able to put what it's like to self-sustain on their own. For them to be able to um, know what it's like to pay, you know, their own bills, to pay their own way, to for everybody to put in a part. Because people get so lost and caught up in social media and TikToks and the Instagrams and the Facebooks, which are great tools for bringing people together. But when we're just absentmindedly scrolling, that's time that we could be using towards something else that's functional for our future. That is adding value to our future. So inspired action super important. So I just want to thank everybody today for listening. I really appreciate every single one of you. Um, I always leave a question at the end of every episode that you can click on and add your comments to. If you guys would like to do that, I'd love to do that. I've done that in the past two videos because I'd like to get your input. Um, Next will be a reflection episode on the uh, episode of value. And I look forward to speaking with all of you guys soon. Namaste. Namaste.